This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up? You got Aaron and Stanger here. And before we start today's episode, we want to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for the show today called Athletic Greens. Can't believe we got these guys to sponsor us. They are the real deal. I mean, Stanger wants to take mine from me. So this is how <laughs> this is how good it is. I was at Aaron's house. We were doing a little uh, research for the show. She had some of her AG1 travel packets out, and I asked her if I could just grab a couple. And she said, absolutely not. You have (laughs) your own. (laughs) Yeah, I was. I I just went on a trip to see my family, and, you know, they think think vegetables are – potatoes. And so I have to, I have to load up on my extra vitamins and minerals. So I was taking my athletic greens travel pack to the, to my, my old folks home, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, it's hard to get all that stuff in, you know, if you're on, uh, a good exercise program, you're probably on a good, uh, nutrition program or you should be, and you're probably taking supplements and a good way to kind of streamline and improve and optimize your whole supplement system is by using athletic greens. That's why I started taking them. I I take them literally every day. And with athletic greens, I feel confident that I, in my nutrition, because I know I'm getting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens every day guaranteed. Thanks to athletic greens, AG one, God bless them. You guys, it contains less than one gram of sugar. It is made with high quality ingredients for your body. Like that you, I mean, you can't just get these from just taking your gummy vitamins from, from CVS. You know, it has no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial sweeteners, any of that stuff. I like taking mine. Um, we talked about the travel packs, very convenient. So they're individually packaged. So you can take them on the road. But what I do at home is um, I have a, a big jug that Athletic Green sent me and uh, keep it in my cupboard or my fridge, scoop out uh, the Athletic Greens with a little bit of water, boom skis. I know that I'm getting a special gl- uh, blend of ingredients that's supporting my gut health, my nervous system, my immune system, my energy, my recovery, my focus, addressing my aging, um, all these things. And I like the way it tastes. It actually yeah. tastes good to me. And it also tastes, uh, it tastes healthy in a good way, if that makes sense. Hard to describe. Yeah. Um, it also costs less than $3 a day. Okay, so Athletic Ooh. Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health. And when you're investing in your health, it, gut health, it can be a lot of money. It can be a lot of time and energy. So this is cheaper than getting all of those different supplements. It's less than, what do you say, $100 a day? That guy, that the founder was spending a hundred bones a yeah. day trying to get it's his crazy. gut health back on track. So yeah. he's like, you know what? I'm just going to dream up this athletic grains, this, this perfect blend of ingredients. That's given you the 75 high qualities that we talked about earlier. And I'm going to save myself some cash. And I'm telling Aaron every day, you guys have heard it on the show before she's spending well over $3 a day on her cold brew habit. She could be, uh, she I could, was trying oh, to, I was trying to just run right past that. Today. <laughs> I love to bring it up every episode. I, it's know. A good, I don't know very many numbers. I know the number that you were spending on cold brew a day. And I know that yeah. athletic greens is cheaper than that. And it makes sense in my primitive brain, Aaron. And so I like to inform <laughs> the listeners if it helps me understand, maybe it'll help them understand. 
<laughs> All right. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now let's start the episode. Certified personal trainer and proud member of Gryffindor. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and proud member of uh, Hufflepuff. <laughs> wow. Well, you found us, the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration motivation and sometimes information hey dumbbells let's get dumb uh aaron how are you good to see you <laughs> you're a hufflepuff i probably i who knows you haven't taken the test or anything nah <laughs> i reread all well, the books there's a video game coming out because mm. you know they want more money which is fine they, they can have it um, but Jason has been showing me, he wanted to show me the trailer for this video game and he's trying to tell, I don't really play video games that much, but I did get into animal crossing early pandemic. Right. And, uh, and he's, he's trying to sell me on this and he's like, Ooh, you get to go to school. You get to read the books. You get to find out what house you're in. And I was like, bitch, I know what house I'm in Gryffindor. Uh, cause I have red hair, so I'm a Weasley. So you just get in. Oh, that's right. What, no questions asked. Well, what are they? What's the the deal with them? They're kind of proud and bossy, right? Aren't they all? Um. Wow. They, no, I don't know all the things, all their attributes, but I think they're like you know brave and really strong, Pushy. and 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 confident in who they are, and like nothing negative that I can. If, that they I seem, even they seem a little pushy. The to, they seem a little pushy to me. No, I, no, 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 no. I don't know if I'd be getting involved have... as much as all of them are. You know, like <laughs> I'd probably just be just trying to fucking white knuckle it through school. Like just, you know. Yeah, I mean, Hufflepuffs are definitely like quiet Idi- and idiots. Like, oh, they're no, quiet. N- I, I they're know. just more quiet. I think they're not. Maybe, maybe quiet's the wrong word, but I think they're just a little more casual. They're. It doesn't uh, sound like you, you know. know much about it. I'm a, I, what I know it sounds like that, you just, like, you just listed some stuff that you want <laughs> to be the case for Gryffindor <laughs> and then Hufflepuff. You're just like saying casual and shit. Kind of, they're just like casual. They're, they're just like, they're there to help. Right. They're like good at stuff, but not like great at stuff. You know, look, I've never put the hat on that tells you what's what, but you know, <laughs> Hufflepuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, uh, we read all those, but I mean, it's too bad. The author is like a fucking psycho or what she's all mean now or something. She's bad now. I, yeah. I think she definitely needs someone to help her with her PR. I don't know. I think when people get so rich, one time I saw an interview with Oprah and her and, uh, 
J.K. Rowling. And Oprah was like, what is it like to, um, to realize you'll never run out of money? <laughs> and I was like, what a cool conversation to be uh, just eavesdropping on. Yeah. And I think people that could never run out of money, I think they should hand over all of their social medias. I just think they should. Like, yeah. Like I say dumb stuff, but no one ca- like no one cares enough to put me on blast for the whole world. When you have that much, it seems like she she hates a lot of marginalized groups, and then she really tries to say no, 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 no. I I, I don't. I misunderstood, and maybe that's the case. But you, that's why you should give it over to yeah, someone. She- to help. She's, she seems pretty passionate about it. I mean, I, it's one of those things like separating the, the artist from the art. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know people now kind of go into those books and try to find like, look at this fucking shit, this bullshit yeah. about this. And <laughs> why don't the wizards, why do they even have money, dude? Fuck her. And it's like, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't really, I mean, re, my kid and I read him and, you know, he's as progressive as it gets. And there wasn't, I mean, I think he just kind of separated it all like, oh, this is this weird little wizard world. I don't think he tried to like lay it over like, you know, whatever, uh, whatever socioeconomic. Yeah. Or like the, or- the, the themes that people are trying to kind of find in there, but maybe they exist. I don't know. I'm not an expert yeah. on it. Um, sorry for all the uh, intense Harry Potter talk at the top of the show. Uh but it's a thing to come, guys. We're going to be talking more about Harry Potter, more in depth. This this podcast will slowly morph, just so everyone knows, over the next three to five years. It will become a completely Potter head only zone. That is not true. I'm sorry. We're totally joking. This is a questions episode. We're going to answer your guys' questions. We got a lot of people that wrote in uh, about questions about health and fitness. We thank you for your questions. We won't be able to get to all of them, but we'll do our best. Aaron, I want to check in with you. Um, about how you're doing with your health and fitness. You've been, uh, you've been up against it. You've been, um, struggling in a good way, not suffering, but struggling. Um, a a key distinction between the two. How are things going in that respect? Well, things are going okay. I like, I think I talked a little bit about it, um, a few weeks ago, but just like continuing to go up on the scale and not, not in a way that, was like, I wasn't increasing my muscle mass. It wasn't that like, I, I, I can see that number too, my body fat and stuff. Um, so it was just like, I kind of lost control a little bit and I had to do a, um, a check-in with myself on my nutrition. Cause I don't really have the time or energy right now to like go harder in a gym setting or working out sort of. So I knew I needed to probably look at this nutritionally. And so I was way overeating in the fat category and that those are just higher calorically. Mm -hmm. And so my calories were kind of through the roof in a way that I hadn't really realized. And so I, I, for the first time in a long time, saw the numbers on the scale come down a little bit. And we'll see, I have, I'm going to weigh myself in a few days and just, I I like seeing it two weeks in a row. It makes it feel a little more real instead of it just being like, oh, I took a big dump. (laughs) And so, so, um, but you know, I, it's also, 
I'm all, I'm also probably going to start my period. So I have to like, keep that in my mind of like, if it goes back up, that doesn't necessarily mean what you're doing is wrong. It's just maybe not the week for the number on the scale to matter so much. So I'm you're just looking I'm, to trend in the right direction. It doesn't I'm have looking to be to trend yeah. right in the right direction. Yeah. So I have definitely upped my protein because that is, it's a little bit less, calorically dense, but it still makes me feel full Sure, in a way that I'm not like just gobbling up turkey meatballs all day. <laughs> so that has, so that has been good. Now, it's been it, nice. To interesting. Have some, you use the, um, the verb gobble, gobble up turkey meatballs in, in reference to Turkey. <laughs> you just well, I didn't it. even mean to do that. Oh, here we are. Uh, I'm just pointing stuff out. I don't know what it yep. means. Um, I don't know, but I will talk to my therapist about it. Yeah. <laughs> that will come up. Uh, so yeah, so Your that's, I think I'm, therapist I think is about I've, to be shook. <laughs> 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 my therapist is gonna, is a Turkey is what I want to say. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, so I feel like I'm focused for the first time in a long time, like for longer than one day on yeah. my nutrition. I feel okay. like I've been yeah, able to like, I get like that. kind of keep the focus and I'm not like, I kind of have done a little bit more of a cheat meal more than normal because of how focused I'm being during the week. So I'm letting myself do a little bit more kind of a wild and out Saturday night. Yeah, there's something to that. I think kind of like trying that out for a while. I, I, I have been too a little bit because it's like for it used to be a huge part. Like I do it all the time. The big mm -hmm. cheat meal, the cheat day, like a full day. And then it just got it felt ridiculous. And so I stopped for years and then just kind of recently I've been doing it more for like a meal on the weekend. And yeah. it's kind of nice. You, uh, it I, is nice. I think I, you know, it, it does. I have noticed you know, for me, um, I'm, I have some compulsive eating tendencies. And so you have to be careful when you have that kind of behavior of triggers. And so sometimes, yes. you know, this, this, uh, this meal, right. Completely take the governor off can be a little bit of a trigger for bad behavior. And so yeah. it goes, or not, I shouldn't say bad. Let's not judge the behavior or just undesired behavior. Um, yeah. and it, it, uh, and that meaning that it's, I eat far beyond being hungry um, or full. I keep going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. where that's yeah. where the compulsion comes in. Because people will often yeah. say that, like, our that don't have any kind of disordered eating will say, like, oh, you just you want it, have it, and you know. And then if you're craving it, it's because you're denying yourself that. And I totally agree with all those. And I think if you have like a really healthy handle on all that stuff, that's completely the case. The problem with me sometimes is it will like it will go far beyond me being like, Oh, full satisfied. I had it. I continue to push and push and push well <laughs> yes. beyond that. So I gotta yeah, be careful I, that kind of shit. You know, I think the thing, like when I first started like working out really hard, this like six years ago, I like, we did the cheat meal and I would, I it sort of started turning into like cheat afternoon to evening. And then, yeah, and I put like, I started putting time restraints on it. So it was like, you have a four hour window. So that's like, so that helped me then. I will say I similarly stopped doing a cheat meal for a really long time. Like I didn't have that 
I didn't really like that idea anymore. Like it had served its purpose. Yeah. And then I was trying to kind of get away from that mentality. And since I have taken a break from it and then have like brought it back in, I feel 180 degree difference in that like, like, because I used to have the same, this, the compulsion to keep going, keep going. But something has shifted in me now and I'll knock on wood because it, it could always shift back. But it, I feel like I have a little bit more like self-awareness in those moments instead of going like, being like, this is your one shot. Yeah. Go as hard as possible. Now I, now what I'm doing is like, oh, I, we went to this Italian restaurant and I normally get some sort of protein with vegetables at an Italian restaurant. That's yeah. like good. And I instead was like, I'm going to get like a pasta with no protein on it. It's just straight up pasta and pesto sauce, like the highest fat, like give it to me. And, and it was like, I ate until I was, satisfied. And then it was like, okay, done. And I, I was sad. I did leave the leftovers in the car so I couldn't eat them the next day. But, um, but that kind of took care of that for me. Um, but it was nice to feel like I'm just going kind of off the rails, but it within the rails, if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. You, you said knock on wood. Do you like it when people say knock on wood and then they knock on their own head? I love it. Huge fan. <laughs> it's kind of like they're, they're being superstitious, but they're also kind of making a joke too. Like their heads yes. made of wood. And also like who has like a wooden table around at any, or like a shelf, like who does who nobody. No, nah, not, so. not much anymore. People love trees a lot more now. And so we're using different stuff for, for that kind of thing. I think the only person that can really do the knock on wood Pinocchio could do it. Nice. He's got a wooden head, right? Isn't he made of wood? Wooden, wooden everything, I think. Yeah, wooden everything. What? What? what a peg leg guy, like somebody with a peg leg. Yeah, pirate. Also, pirate with a peg leg. Easily accessible. Back when that's what they were made of. Now they're made out of, um, you know, a bunch of interesting like titanium. materials. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Aaron, I get it. I'm proud of you and it sounds good. Um, it's, it's nice to feel like you've got a little, you know, plan in place and a little bit of control back. Sometimes when you're, when you just feel like you're flailing a little bit, it can be scary and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it, it was, I didn't want to log my food and yeah. that's just like the end of the day. I was just like, I don't want to do this. I'm fine. And it was, I did, I haven't logged my food every day. What I did was I logged a few days, kind of saw what was going on. Yeah. To get a snapshot. And then I, then I just kind of like played around. I used my fitness pal and I just played around with different foods in a day and kind of saw what was, you know, I, Jason and I, we, I tell him all the time, we need to stop, but we eat like Kings. We, we spend our money on good food, but a lot of times it's high in fat. Like it's salmon though. Good high in fat. So if I'm eating a high in fat dinner, what's my lunch look like? Maybe a little more lean Turkey. That's why I keep talking about Turkey. I I'm like, I got to get that chicken breast back in. Like, right. I've been just doing chicken thighs. So I, I had, you know, I'm trying to a lot more egg whites and just one yolk barf. But like, that's like how, like I was like, I want to dial it in that much where I'm trying, wow. where I'm really giving this a, a try where I'm not having to make my workouts an hour. 
yeah, or an hour and 20 minutes. Like I wanted to keep everything workout wise the same. So I feel like I'm talking so much, but you're talking a lot, um, but it is a podcast. Oh, it is a podcast. <laughs> True. So otherwise we just sit in silence. True. Like we did with the, on the Kate Spencer episode that will haunt us. Yeah. Forever. You've got to go back and listen to that. Um, 40 minute silence. I wanted to ask you, have you noticed any different and maybe too early to tell, but any difference in your workouts with the added protein? Uh, do you feel any more strength? Um, you know, I don't strength. I don't know that I, I, I don't know that I've noticed, but I think I'll, I'll try to pay attention. Please do. I'll pay for attention. me, for yeah. the listeners, for everybody, <laughs> that wants to know, please do Aaron. It's the least you could do for us. Uh, also, I wanted to ask you completely unrelated to fitness. You did see the Batman with, um, with Jason and friends. I did. I did. I saw the Batman. Did you enjoy it? Uh, okay. So we went to this theater that you have, like it, you can order food and it's like, um, like food and drink. And it's like, you, you're in a, uh, recliner. Yeah. And I was like, there is no way I'm staying awake in a recliner. Like you put me in a recliner and I'm watching my favorite movie. Bye-bye. I'm still, I'm going night, night, but I stayed awake the whole movie. Yeah. And I was entertained. Yeah. Yeah. So would like, would I watch it a second time? I don't think so, but I didn't hate it. I will say Robert Pattinson was really hot when he was Batman. Yeah. But good God, what a little, uh, he sucked when he wasn't Batman. (laughs) Too whiny for you, too broken. Too, too broken. I was like, Ben Affleck was like still hot when he was like, you know, just, uh, what's his name? The guy. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What a Bruce nerd Wayne. that you didn't know it's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> You're a total nerd. <laughs> God. No, it's, it's actually cool that you don't know that. Um, no, I do know it. I just, you know, I, it's not I, always right at I'm, the tip of my Yeah. And it brain. shouldn't be, it shouldn't be because you're a normal human that's living your life and did you like it? Like you're a big Batman guy. Uh, I mean, I like, um, I like all those movies. I like all the Batman movies. Um, I'm not so much a Marvel guy, uh, but I like, I've liked Batman movies in the past. Um, I don't think I've seen all the ones with bat flick. That's what Ben Affleck is called. Oh yeah. Bat flick. Uh, but I love the ones with Tim Burton and Michael Keaton, um, a Mm. lot. Uh, and so I did see this and, um, you know, what's weird is, um, there are parts of it that I really liked where I was like, wow, this is really good. This is like good. I'm really into this. And then there was a a bunch of other shit where I was like, oh man, they just didn't quite figure it out. Like they didn't quite get there for me on this stuff. And I, it, I don't think it, the big talk about it is that it's three hours, two hours and 56 minutes, like a true three hour movie. Um, and I didn't was never really bored during it, but I definitely don't feel like it needed to be, that long. It wasn't like I was like, oh, wow, they they couldn't have cut a second out of that. Um, <laughs> like there's parts where he has to go break into this um kind of crime bosses uh, nightclub or whatever. And he mm-hmm. they have him at the door of that place, maybe 15 different times in different ways. 
Where like he knocks and he comes, sneaks by, and then other pushes his way in, and it's just like, man, you know, we can cut down. You can maybe just at this point we've established he can get in there. Maybe just cut to him already being in there. We don't need him at the fucking door again in a three-hour movie. Um, and then so there's I some. Will, I will say though, having a meal during the three hours yeah. really split it up real because like, yeah. like I'm like. I didn't, I wasn't mad about anything because I was just sitting there eating my, my food. There was an appetizer. I had a glass of wine. Yeah. I was living. But yeah. if I was just sitting still Miss- watching for three hours, I would have noticed how many times he was at that door, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You got to look at it as like you're spending half a day with this thing. If you can like, you know, get a load of laundry in, you know, exactly. Ch- yes. Check yes. your emails, that kind of stuff. Eat a couple meals. Um, but all in all, I would say like, oh man, I was, you know, the advertising, I didn't really like for it. And then once I saw it, I was like, oh, this, there's something to this. There's some parts I really liked. And there's like a lot of problems. My friend that I do a podcast with Ben Rogers had like a couple of great, like key, like five things he mentioned. I was like, oh yeah, that's, I can't remember what they all were, but they were like, I was like, oh yeah, that's totally what, it, what I thought, but didn't realize when I was watching it. Um, and then I, and then the last thing to kind of tie it into some fitness stuff, it is funny, like little Rob Pattinson, you could tell did a little, like, um, little, like some back work or something. They were all proud yeah, of because they kept had like a good, a good back shot a few yeah. times. They kept the camera kind of high up on his back. Like he was like, <laughs> Oh, look at these little muscles I put on here. Let me, let's uh, showcase this. And I was like, yeah, no, you know, that is true. I, I definitely thought, I definitely thought, oh, good back when I saw, but you're right. It's only like the top. Yeah. I don't know if we ever saw his chest. So it was like, they maybe show, it was just, they show it just- and it's, it's fine, but definitely you could tell like that they were proud of that. Like, okay, well, it happened in the back the mo- for the most. So we'll yeah, like, that's true. Prominent. Like so he, funny. Yeah. At a certain point, he just has to go over all the info he's got about the little Riddler. And so he's like, let me just uh, take my shirt off and slide this <laughs> table into a room. And they're like, <laughs> They showcase his back and he's like, you could tell like, he's like, wow, you got up to 161 pounds or whatever for the role. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. He uh, did. He, but you know what? I saw some definition on his back. Good job. Hey, guy did a good job, man. He did his best. And uh, for me, it was good enough. Um, So I guess we can answer some of these questions. I've been working out, you know, the same. I've been still eating a little bit too much, but I've been trying to kind of uh, put it into my workouts in the gym going a lot heavier than I have in years, Aaron years. Like what's a, like what's one move you're really going for? I would say across the board, but I'm, I'm going heavier in everything, but I'm where you notice it is in those kind of primary lifts. Um, and I'm dropping the reps way down on them. So instead of in that kind of 10 to 15 rep range, I'm having, you know, exercises where I'll do five reps, five sets of five type thing, not a true five by five strong lift, but I'll throw in, you know, whereas before on bench, I would kind of keep it in that mid weight, high rep range or mid rep range. Now I'm going like, I'll try to go kind of heavy and do five reps. Um, well, I have to brag on myself really fast. Cause that reminds me, please I do. just did five. I did three rounds of five reps at 85 on a bench press, like a barbell bench press. Great job. And I, the other, like probably a month ago, I couldn't even do one with 85. That's awesome. I was like, this is a joke. I will never be able to. So now I'm strong. I'm just trying to catch up to Jason. He can do like 10 reps of 
10 on a bench press at 100. And so that would be a dream. Well, the ni- getting up to 95 would be nice because then you can use the quarters. You can just throw the 25s on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's kind of... That's a good milestone, you know, to kind of. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. You got a couple of questions you like anything jumping out at you from the listeners. If you guys have a question for us that you'd like to answer on the podcast, you can reach us at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com for those kind of longer ones. You want to go into, into detail, into depth. You want to attach some pictures, uh, whatever. Ask the dumbbells can also be a brag or a flex. You want to show off. We're Hell here. Yeah. We're here for it. We encourage it. You're allowed. Also, at the dumbbells on all the socials, you can ask us questions, send us stuff. Um, you can even just it could even be like an article, and you could say, "What do you make of this, dumbbells?" Um, ideally, fitness related, <laughs> not something about. Yeah, just just anything. Send us an really, article. And really, anything you might make it on the show, might not. I mean, if it's fitness related, you you're. It stands. Your chances are better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chances are better if it's fitness related, but what the hell, you know, funny. I mean, maybe. Yeah. If it's interesting or if it's funny. Hey dudes, it's Aaron and Stanger here. We're interrupting ourselves this episode uh, mm-hmm. to talk to you about <laughs> another great sponsor we have for the show called better help. Better. Yes. Better help. We are not only um, down to talk about, our physical health, but we're down to talk about our mental health and that's where better help comes in. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you really just can't escape yourself. And, uh, <laughs> when that mm-hmm. happens, you need sometimes a licensed professional counselor to step in and help you out. Maybe give you some tools that you don't have. Um, I had issues with my compulsive eating. I needed some professional help. Aaron's got a host of issues. Just like, like get in line for the list, you know? And I think that's, that's everybody out there. Um, and so what I love about BetterHelp is BetterHelp assesses your needs and then mm-hmm. pairs you with the perfect match uh, licensed professional therapist that you can meet with conveniently uh, from your own home in an online environment. Yeah, and I'll say just cutting out the driving to and from therapy um, sitting in the awkward waiting room doesn't have to be awkward, but let's be honest. Sometimes it is. I would say it always is. <laughs> what are you in for? That's what I always want to say, but I never say it. You know, it's a great joke. You should one of these days. <laughs> I'll sit there with you if you want to workshop at one time. So you're not just doing it on a stranger. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah. We'll see how it plays in the physical space, but we probably won't do that because both of us are meeting with our therapists online now because better help yes. is offering online therapy, uh, through video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on your camera if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, It's also much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can find people that are specialized for what you need in more than just your city, which I think is really cool, especially for people out there in smaller smaller towns that might not have as many options as, you know, big city folk do. Agreed. Agreed. It's a good, it's a, it's a good way to look at it because you might be living somewhere where you don't have access to the kind of help that you need. And so take advantage of what BetterHelp has to offer. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Dumbbells listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. That's B-E-T-T-E-R 
H-E-L-P dot com slash dumbbells. We also want to talk to you about another great sponsor we have for the show called Bombas. Bombas mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. Aaron, uh, how's your self-esteem? Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I would say mine's healthy. Um, but if you look at some clues from my past, you might mm-hmm. question how healthy that self-esteem is and or was because I was really slumming it when it came to the socks I was using for myself, mm-hmm. buying for myself, mm-hmm. the t-shirts, mm-hmm. the undershirts, the underwear. I'd buy just yeah. kind of what was on sale. You know, I'd go to like uh, TJ Maxx or something and just kind of get that. And the stuff would wear out. It would fall apart. It didn't feel good. I just thought that was maybe all I deserved or maybe that's all there was that was being offered to me. I don't know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's why when Bombas came into my life, I leveled up when it came to self-esteem. Mm. I felt like mm-hmm. a like a king, like I was treating myself like the king I I am and deserve to be because Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be clothes that you can't wait to put on every day. Not just some like foregone conclusion, not just some (laughs) fait accompli. It's, it's clothes that actually you're looking forward to because everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a luxurious, cozy feel. You know what? I will say that like when I first met you, you did seem kind of slummy or something. Is that down in the dumps, down in the dumps, gloomy, dump, dumpy. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And then, and then I didn't realize that it was Bombas that kind of leveled you up. Put a little pep in my step. Cause finally I'm wearing socks that, that have a little technology involved. Like somebody like the, the Bombas people actually thought like, what would good socks be? Let's <laughs> let's do that. Let's just design okay, yeah. socks that make sense and let's use super soft materials like merino wool, pima cotton and even cashmere. Uh Wow. Yeah, wow. they've got Bomba socks for everything you could do, Aaron. They come in tons of options like uh comfy performance styles, any kind of sport you're thinking of. I'm a no-show sock guy. We're talking bottom of the barrel when it came to sock technology before Bombas. Bombas stepped in. I'm getting the high-performance, low-profile socks. They've got the uh, the little stay-put tabs on them so that they're not sliding into my high tops. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I've seen those, but yeah. I've never used one. Little structure in the arches there. Also, their t-shirts are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so they hang just right. Wow. I think you sold me. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you sold all of our listeners. And just in case all I right? didn't, just in case I didn't, uh, did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? They are. And that's why Bombas mm-hmm. donates one for every item you buy. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, this is, you, you're going to have to do this, everyone. Go to bombas.com slash dumbbells and get 20% off any purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash dumbbells for 20% off bombas.com slash dumbbells. And now back to the episode. Okay. This one is really for uh, more for you. So okay. I'll, I'll read it. Okay. 
Hey guys, first off, I just wanted to say I love this show. Yes, it's been a great resource to have on my fitness journey and you both have such a healthy, fun insight into all things fitness related that I want to thank you for all the help you've given me as I try to live in between. Love that. Over the past year or two, my girlfriend, both 38 years old, and I have been making fitness more of a priority. Although we have different workout styles, we are both focused on strength training as a way to lose weight and get a little healthier. My girlfriend has a family history of arthritis and has recently started to feel some discomfort in her joints. Being a little heavier myself, I have been lucky that I have had relatively healthy joints, but want to make sure that continues and we are still able to enjoy all the activities we do now, like working out, lifting, hiking, and more as we get older. Stanger, I know you have a history of arthritis and I wanted to know what supplements you take to help deal with it or what other things you have found that help your joint health. I'm also curious if either of you have any tips or recommendations for any other supplements or other things you take or do to help with health and longevity that we might be able to incorporate into our lives. Thanks again for all the help. Um, wow. Uh, verbose and well-worded. Um, yes. Like a like I I don't know if I've ever written an email that eloquent. You have I mean you've never on the ones I've been on, but pretty bad. You're usually like beep beep boop boop. Yeah, and then it's, it's hard, hard to read. Yeah, it's hard to read because it's like how do you write out? <laughs> it's hard, but I figured it out and clearly you found a way. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say what it is. You guys just have to guess. Um, 38, both 38. Congratulations on 38. That's a great age. Um, yeah. So, okay, you're mentioning arthritis and if, having a history of arthritis. Well, I'm in a weird category because I have an autoimmune disease called rheumatoid arthritis, which doesn't behave like uh, traditional arthritis, which may, sounds to me like that might be what your girlfriend has, but I don't know. Maybe she has rheumatoid arthritis. Um, but if it's just kind of the more traditional osteoarthritis, that's uh, it's, it's a different category. You know, mine's a little more freaky and... Um, and degenerative that kind of sticks with you. And there's not a ton you could do outside of um, taking immunosuppressant drugs. Uh, so, but in regards to just kind of like the general arthritis, it's tricky, man, because there's, there's stuff like glucosamine and chondroitin and there's all kinds of conflicting studies that come out about that stuff. People got really excited about it. I don't know, maybe 20 years ago where they're like, oh, wow, there's really good, um, really good info on glucosamine, glucosamine and chondroitin, which is just an over-the-counter supplement that you can buy in kind of preserving your joints and helping with arthritis. And then there would be studies that come out that say, ah, it doesn't do shit. And then it had another kind of run, which often tends to happen with supplements a couple of years ago where people are like, oh, actually, maybe it does do something. And then I think, again, that one got disproven. But that being said, I still do take a glucosamine and chondroitin supplement because I found maybe it's placebo effect or whatever, but I found it does benefit me a little bit. There's a brand I really like. They're not a sponsor. Um, they're called move. Well, uh, live conscious. And the, the specific formula that I take is move well, and it's got, um, glucosamine, chondroitin and hyaluronic acid. It's not super expensive. I think it's probably like 30 bucks for a month supply. Um, so I don't know, expensive to some people, some, to others, not, I think JK Rowling could take as much <laughs> live conscious move. Well, as she fucking wanted while she's out there bad mouthing trans people or 
whatever the hell she needs to do with her rich time. But, um, I, I found that like, for me, like that tends to work. I, I, I notice I notice the benefit when I'm on it. I also think that, um, uh, your essential fatty acids can maybe help sometimes mm-hmm. with inflammation. Um, and then also I think just paying attention to the kind of exercise that you're doing and make sure you do things the right way. So if you have a, um, if you have some kind of, uh, synergistic dominance or something happening in your gait or the way your muscles are firing, that's not, um, perfect in your ergonomics. Um, it can kind of screw up how your legs or your joints hinge and that can cause, uh, unnecessary wear and tear on a specific joint. So say you have tight it bands and it's pulling you into like some kind of valgus stress, right? Your feet don't line up the way they should because your it bands are too tight. That can cause a little like bilateral wear, extra bilateral wear and tear on those, uh, on the cartilage in your knees. And that can give you some arthritis. Um, so I think, you know, making sure that you've got, um, you know, good, healthy mobility can really help stave off uh, arthritis at an older age. Cause really, I mean, you get like kind of one shot at it. And once those joints wear down, that's kind of it. And there's only mm-hmm. so many trips you can make down that hallway. It's like carpet in a hallway. You keep making the same trip over and over and over again. So repetitive stress, even if it's done with perfect mechanics can do that. So I think kind of varying the type of exercise that you're doing, it sounds like you guys are hiking and doing some cross training that can help, but also making sure that, you know, the activity that you do allow yourself to do that you're, you're doing it in the right way in the right form and that you have uh, the right amount of mobility, if that makes sense. That was a big, long uh, hey, we're talk. both just talking, we are and, talking, talking it up. and talking Good. and talking. We're Good. enjoying not having guests. It's all Good us, real. babies. Shut up. I'm talking about a hallway <laughs> analogy. Guest. <laughs> the poor guest is crying. I'm knocking. I hate this. Yeah, I'm knocking my head because it's made of wood. <laughs> laughing hysterically. La- the, and I'm over here laughing. It's the funniest fucking joke. <laughs> His head's made of wood. <laughs> this is a one. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I guess oh trying to fucking talk about playing little league baseball or some shit. <laughs> some fucking shit. Nobody wants to talk about. What'd your um, dad eat growing up? We played little league. All right. Shut up. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I was, I think that was a great answer. And I think that, the like what I have just read about a lot of like joint stuff is, is what you said, keeping that, like keeping the options open, not doing the same thing forever does, you know, and like, there's always going to be like swimming, an elliptical, riding a bike, Mm -hmm. like uh, those like that are easier on your joints to like always try to mix in um, so that, you don't get to the point where it's like, all I can do now is swim. Like keeping like all of those things in your, in your wheelhouse consistently so that one, you're comfortable with them. You can find the one or two that you enjoy the most and then give them like the most time so that you have the most trips down the hallway you can have. (laughs)
That's a beautiful analogy. Beautiful, beautiful. You beautiful. only get one set of freaking carpet in this life, and you better walk around. Asian. You got to figure eight. You got to walk zigzag. You got to you can walk on your freaking hands. You got to figure it out. You got damn walking down that same <laughs> fucking stretch of carpet down that hallway. You got to change it up. That's my first time to attempt a accent on the I lo- show. I, I loved it. <laughs> That's first, first time for everything. All right. Uh, should we read another one? Yeah. At the dumbbells, let's, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even. Um, ask the dumbbells at Gmail. I got one on Instagram. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> How do you balance the mental benefits of exercise? Uh, well, this sentence was written in a way that I think they didn't mean to write it this way, but I'm going to write it and you can help me with what it means. Okay. okay. How do you balance the mental benefits of exercise with you let personal fitness composition goals? Mm-hmm. With your? With your. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. How do you balance the mental benefits of exercise with your per- personal fitness composition goals? Mentally, I like running. It makes me feel good. I don't always love leaving the house to do it, but I love the feeling, the freeing feeling I get a few miles in. And after that being said, I prefer the way my body looks as a result of and how it responds to strength training. This has led me to plateau a few times and I'm feeling burnt out right now. Any advice would be great. Right. So this person is out there. They love the way running makes them feel. However, they prefer the way they look when they're, when they're doing predominantly strength training or there's, they're putting more of an emphasis on strength training. So this kind of exercise that they love, i.e. running, is um, dampening the, you know, the positive body composition effects that they would get from strength training. How do they balance that? That's tricky. I get that. I mean, you, you know, there's stuff that you kind of do for your for your mental health um, in regards to exercise that maybe feels good that Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't, you know, you may not like the way it looks or, you know, may not be as healthy too. You know, there's, there's that side of it also. Um, So maybe it's, if it makes you mentally healthy, but physically it breaks you down too much, Um, you know, you know, too much kind of cardio, like that long duration cardio can do that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you can lose, you know, as we age, it gets harder and harder to retain muscle and keep muscle, put muscle on in the first place and then retain the muscle we have. Like you start to, it start, it kind of starts to whittle away. And that's when you have, you know, issues with, um, with, you know, your body composition to where you, you know, would benefit from picking up a little lean tissue or even your bone density would benefit from having more lean tissue, but you're, you know, you're aging. And so you've lost some of that, um, you know, and then running, or too much duration cardio can kind of accelerate some of those, um, some of those negative or undesirable, uh, side effects that come from aging. So where's, where do you, where's the balance lie? Yeah, I, I was going to say, maybe my thought would be run. Um, don't walk run to like, the theaters. Uh, <laughs> run a little, maybe a little less, like, like just, see if you can get a similar like uh like feeling because you know it says like a couple miles in and so i'm like maybe you're maybe you just run a a quarter mile a half a mile and then you do your strength training 
and and so your emphasis is on the strength training, um, but you're or I mean, get a convertible. That's a really freeing feeling too. Yeah, or just let that your wind in your face uh, in a car. Right. Um, I think that's the answer. The convertible. Or, yeah. Or get a Flintstones car. Then you can kind of get them both. No, Look, that's still a little they're cardio, still running, you know, they're still, still running. I would say, race. I would say strength train with a fan in your face. Try that. <laughs> Somebody just cheering you on. Or do you mean like an actual? <laughs> no. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, both maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. It's like your number one fan and then a fan that blows air in your face. Did you love um, to speak into a fan when you were younger and have it. it like chop your voice up like that? Yeah. One of the biggest things my brother and I would do when my mom would leave us home alone, just what Scream insane thing can you say to a fan that your brother uh, will not quite understand? Cause he's a little young and it's funny to you. Yeah. You remember any of the things any of your go-to no fan screams? <laughs> no, but I might if I thought about it long enough. I would do. I, I would try to do Darth Vader's voice a lot. I felt like it got <laughs> me closer to that. I don't think it did, but I felt like you know anything that kind of altered your voice slightly, you immediately, at least for my generation, would try to go into Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to get there, get close to that, <laughs> as close as possible. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I think I think this guy. I think you're. I think I. Th- yeah, I think it's. Uh, it's just try to run, try to, if you enjoy it, do it, but maybe just crank it back a little bit. Yeah. I think there's, there's, there's kind of two paths. There's the straight up as, as part of your daily or your weekly routine, you're just more creative in how you intersperse the running in there. So you don't obviously get rid of it because you enjoy it. But like Aaron said, you can kind of sandwich your weightlifting in it to where it's you know, you're using it to kind of, you know, maybe kick up your metabolic intensity, you know, for mm-hmm. those strength training workouts. And then you're putting less miles in. So, you know, the emphasis is on the strength. Um, you get the benefit there. I also think that like, you know, I, it's cool sometimes to go through little phases to where it's like, you know what, I'm going to really be uh, run heavy for a couple of months and do a lot of, you know, running and, uh, you know, this kind of cardio outside and I'll do as much weight training as I can to support it, but I'll just relax and run. And then, you know, once you feel like that's kind of ran its course, pardon the pun, or you're welcome. Gobble, 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 uh, or, you know, whatever the prescribed time is, whatever you allot for that, you know, three months or something, then you're like, you know what, now we're going to go back into strength training. I'm going to kind of build up again. And then you scale the running back a little bit you do the the strength training for three months and then you let yourself run again. I don't know. Sometimes I think that's cool to do sometimes. Yeah. Cause he, you know, he mentions a plateau. So I think like that could get you either, you know, that that's going to get you whatever you're in out of a plateau. If you just lean hard into one, um, I was even going to say, maybe you just up your calories. If you're running and you don't like the way you look, maybe you up your calories and it might not, make a big difference. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, you know, you're in trying to kind of like, you know, can you eat your way out of, uh, 
being broken down from too much cardio and your resistance training. I don't know. It seems like it seems like you can't sometimes. I don't know. It seems like it's just it, it's zapping whatever you know, whatever kind of growth hormone and testosterone you have that's available to your to staying anabolic while you're strength training. If you're out there mm-hmm. just running too too much, because you yeah. kind of you kind of you know you did a little good detective work and he mentioned two or three miles to get going. Sounds like he's doing he's doing some pretty intense di- distance. Um, yeah, but it's yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe yeah, maybe you could adjust your macronutrients. But again, I think that like you're either kind of doing one or the other. You're either in, you know, active kind of fat loss or you're in growth. Um, it's hard to kind of be doing both at the same time. And they each kind of pull from each other, it seems like. So I know I'm kind of going through that real something similar right now to where I had been not exactly dieting, but really watching what I was eating, doing a lot of like cardio and doing medium weights and it was great for a while. And then eventually I just felt like, you know, I, I would notice that like some gaps in where I was putting on muscle and some real kind of muscle breakdown that I didn't love the way it looked and didn't love the way it felt on my posture. So I kind of had to make some adjustments and that did involve food, like upping, upping my calories and protein a little bit, but also just putting a little bit more of an emphasis on weight training right now and scaling back some of the cardio that I was doing. And I'm sure that it'll, you know, after I've been doing this for a while, I'll, I'll slide back in the other direction for a while and just kind of go back and forth. And, but I, I, I get you. It's, it's a good question because, you know, when I used to jog a lot, it, it is a great feeling, you know, and I, I don't, it seems to be still, even though I don't run anymore, I think it's unmatched, you know, the feeling that I would get from a really long run. Um, yeah, yeah, it is nice. I, I hadn't ran in a few like maybe a month and I went running this weekend and it was lovely. Yeah. And afterwards you feel like, man, I really did something. Yeah, I wouldn't I went to a winery after that and <laughs> got really drunk? lived my life. Did you get drunk? Do you no, spit? I was the I was the driver. So I, I was Did you drink at I all? I was mature. I did a little bit. Do you, do people spit in the buckets? How, how does that work? People you- do spit in the buckets, but those people are not my friends. I do not know those people personally, but I think that's when you're like, I think that's like a very, um, if you're really trying to like sample the wines, but you're not trying to feel it. I think that's the, you know, it's like more mature than I am and more mature than any of anyone I know. So yeah, <laughs> if I, if I chew tobacco, I would just always angle to go to wineries. Cause there's spit buckets around like you're <laughs> the way your brain works. I do not. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, okay. it's a real gross habit that you got to like carry. Like, um, I noticed guys would like carry uh-huh. like soda cans or something and make okay, it. Look I have like... to tell you this. Did you drink some one time? No, one time I, well, you know, I was a valet and I did, I was a valet at a fancy hotel most of the time, but around the holidays there was, um, a mall the grand grand Ole Opry. I don't know what they call it. The Opry Opryland mall, the Opryland mall. And, um, I would go valet out there for like extra money and stuff. And I, and this is like, not for this fun. is not, it, yeah, not for fun. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> sadly, sadly I needed cash money. Um, and I hopped in this guy's truck and I started driving to go park it. And I realized that there was like, a drink spilling 
Oh no. And I was like, I was like, oh no. And I like I like slowed down and I and I was like, what is that? And it was a red solo cup that was so filled with tobacco spit that oh, it was spilling dude. in this guy's truck. And I'm gonna barf telling you the story, and I don't know why I'm telling it, but I will never ever forget that. I will never like that smell. I'll yeah, always remember wow. that moment. And I hope anyone out there that's spitting or chewing tobacco and spitting, like just get like a, like he said, a soda, a soda can, like just something with the top it on up. it, something with the top on it, a red solo to the top, to the brim. This is yeah. not, this is not, not acceptable. Um, Jesus, especially Christ. when you have someone about to drive your car, just take it with you. I don't know. There's so many things that could have happened that didn't happen that gave me that memory. So God wherever damn. you are, sir. Was um, it a nice car? No, I mean it was like a it was like a tall truck. That's what I remember. Mm. It was I had to like I'm tall and I had to kind of like get myself up in it. So it yeah. was a tall truck. That makes sense. Um, I mean that for what it is. Yeah, I mean totally yes, completely makes sense. What a habit. <gasps> what a habit. Let's see. What do you want? You want to do another one? Yeah. We got time? Yeah, we got time. We got oodles of time. <laughs> Oodles. Okay. So this one is a question for the question episode. I loved your nutrition tip on starting with simple goals, specifically the adding in leafy greens three times a day. It was easy enough and made counting my veggie serving super easy for the week. I love greens. and was missing a lot of opportunities to get them in. Any other good nutrition goal setting tips? Love you guys. Wow. Thanks. Ooh. Um, love nice I mean, okay so yeah so that was like i think like or love did they say love, love. wow singer love. big step um huge um so my my like go-to's for nutrition are um making sure i this is for me i get 100 ounces of water every day which I can do so easily during the week and on the weekend is like a shit show. I, so that's what I'm working on right now is Saturday and Sunday keeping that. Cause my routine gets out of whack. Um, the three leafy greens. Um, and then I have started doing my fitness pal. So right now I would say a good starter is to get your macros in as even of a little pie as possible. So like for me, that's kind of like the next level after you get your leafy greens and your water is trying to get like 33, 33, 33. Cause at the end of the day, it's never going to be perfect, but getting it even has made a big difference for me. I dig it. Um, if we want to go back even further to something that's, even more kind of at the beginning before you're even looking at that kind of stuff. Um, I, I think that, and, and if, if we're looking at like mentality, um, because again, you know, making big diet changes or, or, uh, you know, like really doing a drastic revamp of your nutrition can be a little scary and off putting and people will tend to put it off because it's, um, off putting. <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, it that seems intimidating. Um, I, I think that like, um, looking at your snacks, 
and doing uh, first choice snacks can help as far as a bridge when you're starting to, so you've added the leafy greens in and then you're like, okay, for snacks, I tend to have chips or I tend to like have some cookies or whatever it is. Or even if it's like kind of healthy, but a little bit too calorie dense or whatever it is. I think if you pack your pantry and, and refrigerator with first choice snacks, um, before you even worry about omitting the other ones or not having them in there at all. But you say, when I get hungry, I'm going to have these dry roasted almonds first. Okay. And then if I'm still hungry um, and I really have to have whatever, whatever the quote unquote bad thing is or less desirable thing is, I'll have it. But I'm going to make a deal with myself that I have the first choice snack first. Uh, that can really help because then that starts again. All this stuff is to get you a little, a little bit more mindful about what you're eating. Cause a lot of times people will, you know, you, you have somebody that's, that feels like their food is a little bit out of control and you'll look at it and really extreme cases. It'll be like, Holy shit, this is crazy. You know, they're eating fast food five times a day or whatever it is, but it's rarely like that. It's usually somebody that's not eating anything too, too crazy. And they're just making some bad choices here and there. And you can kind of scare them off if you're like, stop, do this exactly. They'll be like, fuck you. And that's the end of that. So I think that just making like a little, okay, I'm going to have dry roasted almonds. I'm going to have a little bit of hummus and some, uh, you know, baby carrots in my fridge. I'm going to have an apple. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that, whatever. I'm going to have berries, you know, quarter cup of berries or a cup of berries, whatever it is. And, um, and I'm not even going to, I won't even get rid of the granola bars or the crap. And then, uh, and then you say to them, <laughs> have this stuff first. I'm talking like Quaker or some shit. I know. know I know. It's just funny. <laughs> granola bars are in that crap. <laughs> yeah. Kudos. <laughs> Never and, sounded older. Um, kudos Snickers. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, that hell stuff. yeah. Remember those? Oh God. Yeah. They're out of, they're not in uh, circulation anymore. Um, <sighs> But they had like M&Ms in them. Yeah, okay, the sorry. little mini M&Ms. I'm, I'm, those, those are bringing back some memories. So anyway, do f- create a, a home environment and a food environment that has tons of healthy options for your snacks and always make those your first choice um, and see where that lands you. So you've added the leafy greens in, and I promise you, you're going to write to us in a couple of weeks and it'll be like, wow, now I have leafy, leafy greens with every vegetable or through every meal. And I also only snack healthy. What's next. And then, you know, and then, then maybe you look into the macros and that kind of shit too. But yeah, something to think about. Yeah. It's a long walk to get to have healthy snacks, but there's a specific way you got to think about it. Yeah. I think that that's like, I obviously I've talked about what I'm going through right now. And I think like if you are new to looking at your nutrition, I do suggest just having some sort of way to see like, uh, like uh, my fitness pal. I know there's other ones too. Um, Even Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers can, Weight Watchers can be a little problematic, but, or WW is what they call it now. But what mm -hmm. it can do is get you looking at like, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats in a way that you may, might yeah. not have been able to before. Yeah. Just kind of seeing what foods, what nutritionally a food is for mm -hmm. your body. Cause like we just have like nutrition is so all over the place in what we hear, what's real, what's fake, um, what's 
what's in trend right now, what's out of trend right now. There's just so much information. So if you can see like, oh, the caloric breakdown of this, the macro breakdown of this without worrying about, okay, I I can only eat so many calories. It's like, don't worry about that stuff. Just see what is what because that can just help you as you start to navigate. I have my leafy greens. I have my healthy snacks. Now, how do I, how do I make a day where I can have a well-balanced diet in a, in a day? So gorgeous. We love it guys. Uh, thank you so much for your questions. Again, if you have a question for us, ask the dumbbells at gmail.com or at the dumbbells across all social media platforms. Aaron, anything else uh, everybody should know before we say our farewells? No, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just out here living. We're just out here living guys. Knock on wood. (laughs) We're out here living, knock on wood, develop a, a, an upper back. And, and, your, uh, and never walk on the same friggin' path on that friggin' carpet one more time. You hear me? Oh, uh, on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the dumbbells, all our wonderful contributors out there today. You were our co-hosts today. Uh, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean and live in between. That was a hit gum podcast. <laughs>